Hi, welcome to Worship Leader Life Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Toon, and we're here to disciple worship leaders. Hi, welcome to the podcast. It is, what day is it today? It's, it's oh, I was going to say February, but it's March 2nd. Happy March. And we are doing a little series on tools, resources for worship, for worship leading, for prepping, uh, for church ministry, for, I mean, there's just so many tools out there, so many things that uh, we are offered, and they're supposed to make our lives easier, right? And most of them do, but it still takes work to learn these programs and to choose which ones to use. And so I thought I'd take some time on the podcast to talk about some of this stuff. So last time we talked about email and tools that you can use as a pastor or a worship leader or a church leader to keep in contact with your congrega- congregation or e- even your worship team. Um, we talked a bit about that. And today I want to talk about something a little closer to home for worship leaders and worship pastors. And that's... Uh, you know, how, what tools do you use to actually plan your services and to plan uh, your worship music and whatever else is happening in the service? Of course, there's the big ones, especially the big one, Planning Center, that gets used by so many churches, and I've used that for years. Uh, but there's also the old school stuff. And hey, you know what? I meant to uh, start this whole thing with a little story. I got one of those when I was your age stories. So way, way back when I was, oh gosh, I must have been 21. And I was a brand new intern and eventually came on staff at uh, the church I was at in Vancouver at 10th Avenue Church. Wonderful community. Um, Hello, if anybody from there is listening. (laughs) I, uh, I worked there with a good friend of mine, Lincoln Tatum, and... So yeah, when I was young, when I was your age, uh, this is one of those, you know, we used to walk uphill to school and then uphill home stories, but not really. Our our worship planning uh, hardware, I guess you'd call it, it was analog back then, it wasn't software, was a bulletin board. And on that bulletin board, there was a printed out schedule of, you know, who was on week to week who was leading and what, who was playing what. And, uh, we had a telephone (laughs) and we had a computer. So we did have email and, uh, we would email and we would call our team one by one. Uh, but that the worship planning happened, you know, at, at our desks and, and on the phone. And, And so we had this bulletin board, we had our schedule. And then we also had a list of songs on a piece of paper, (laughs) And, uh, you know, we had our routine that we would follow and we were planning and, and rehearsing and all that. But that was basically, that's how we, that's how we did it. And that's how many of you probably do it today too. But I know many of you are using software and, and tools to get the job done as well. Uh, so I thought I'd, I'd talk about, you know, three main ways that you can get the job done and, and uh, three main tools or examples of of tools that you can use. So number one, of course, is the old school. And why do we need 
<laughs> Why do we need this? Even the old school way, which I just, you know, described the analog way, the hardware way, the bulletin board way. You need something to, to you know, have yourself, I guess, somewhat organized as far as knowing what songs does your church sing and and how can you kind of organize and, and plan with your team and get them charts and get them on the right page for the service and all that. So, you know... The old school simple way is totally great. I mean, that's how we do it at my church right now. We're talking about maybe implementing something to kind of get us in the cloud and together. And But we're a small town, we're a small church, and there there hasn't been, a, you know, a huge kind of reason to, to go digital, to go soft on that. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, we still need something. I, I was thinking, like... You know, even if you're the kind of person who wants to just fly by the seat of your pants and kind of improvise and be spontaneous, well, you still need your years of prep and practice, you know, so that you can do that. And I guarantee that in your in your brain, you've probably got the bulletin board with the song list and the charts and the filing cabinet with all the... but. You know, at, when you're administrating and organizing, a, uh, you know, for a, a church and for a larger group, um, it's good to have something in place. So that that's kind of the why. And, of course, that's the first example, the first of the three tools, the old school simple tool or, or way, I should say. Number two, software and cloud-based programs, which I've mentioned. Planning Center, Worship Track is one that I just discovered. I'm sure it's been around for a while, but I, I'm just not in that realm a lot these days so and i do use planning center uh if i'm leading in other churches some of the churches that i lead at still have or or use planning center and they just uh have me as a guest on there or or have me as a um you know just someone who's on a couple times a year or whatever so i still use that i've never used worship planning i've never used worship track but i've checked them out i mean they all pretty much do the same thing if you're a listener who uses one of these other programs and you have, you know, reasons why you use, say, Worship Planning or Worship Track or something else over Planning Center, let us know. I'd love to hear about it. love to, to get people talking about this and find out what's good. Uh, obviously, I could go through all the pluses and minuses and, you know, as far as price and complexity and ease of use, but... Really, uh, it's it's going to be up to you what you like and, and what works for you. Planning Center has worked great for me, and it worked for our kids' program and others on staff where I was at, and we kind of took advantage of a lot of their stuff. They've got so many options, so many things you can do with their platform now, from kids' ministries, scheduling to, you know, scheduling the building that you're in and classrooms and uh, obviously worship and services and stuff too. They've, I think they still have a media platform. We used to use theirs. Uh, we ended up moving to a different one, but we'll chat more about that on a different episode. So number three option that uh, I wanted to sort of mention here is free or cheap when it comes to online or cloud-based stuff. So you can go the old school way. You can go this, the cloud-based or software programs, you know, that are out there that will cost you per month or per year, or um, you can do free or cheap. 
which would be Google Drive, Google Calendar, Google Sheets, and Docs. Uh, this is something I keep running into businesses, agencies, people who basically say, I don't need to have a big software suite or rather a uh, platform specifically for service or worship planning or charts. You know, let's say you have your CCLI membership license. So you've got some charts maybe on there. Then you can throw up uh, in your Google Drive, you can have uh, Google Sheets or Google Docs with, let's say, your schedule for your people. Um, you could create a spreadsheet, and in the spreadsheet, you've got a list of songs in each each uh, you know field in the in the uh, spreadsheet has a link to the chart, and the chart is created in Google Docs or wherever. I mean, there's chart software too that you could get out there. But if you want to just keep it free and keep it, but have it in the cloud so that your team can access it at any time, set up a calendar for everyone to have access to, book people in, you know, on the Sundays. Uh, or I guess what you could do is have a, have a calendar and, and on each Sunday have your service and in that event have a link to uh, the spreadsheet or even a document that has your order service and links to your charts and all that stuff. So however you want to do it. I mean, I just keep seeing people who are doing this because it's free it's, and it's already in the cloud. And if it's not, you know, if you have a G suite for your church account, then it's pretty darn cheap. Um, and it's a great way to stay organized and everyone can access it. You just want to make sure you make those things available as far as those folders and, and files shareable, right? Okay. So, this kind of stuff, it still requires time, still requires work. Uh, whatever method you choose, old school, uh, you know, programs or the, the Google Drive method or whatever method you want to do there, it's still going to require some, some consistent work on your part as the leader. You, gotta, you should pick a time and, and a day that you go in and you update and you manage and you work on training your team or sorry, uh, communicating with your team, whether from f within the program or just via email or a group email or whatever. You got to do this stuff. And I, that's the one thing I really regret not doing enough. I did not spend enough time just uh, keeping that momentum by using uh, planning center and, and just keeping people scheduled and keeping them abreast of what was going on such a great tool to have but I found out you know as I worked with it over especially the last few years that there were people that just never looked at it like they maybe saw the emails come in say you're scheduled or and so I regret not kind of being more on top of that because you can feel like you sign up for something you get it going and and then it's going to work for you but you still have to put some time and work into it to get it to work and and maybe you know if I can kind of highlight a couple of issues you might run into. Don't assume everyone's getting your messages and using the system. Ask them, check in, help them. Spend time uh, sending them, you know, little videos, little reminders of how to check the schedule, of how to block dates out, of how to, um, you know, just just to, just to keep it at the front of their minds of you know what's what's available out there. And it doesn't matter how you do. I mean, if, if let's say. You, you do go the old school route. Well, ask your team once in a while, hey, where's your schedule? Do you have it on your bulletin board? Do you have it 
on the fridge with a magnet. I don't know. You don't, we're not in the business of babysitting. And that's the thing I always kind of struggled with is like, I've got adults on my worship team and I'm not here to babysit them, but I myself need babysitting once in a while and we're all human. So, so yeah, basically you want to just figure out what's best for you, be it uh, pen and paper or a bulletin board or software or using a free resource online like Google or something else. There's lots of stuff out there. Figure out what works for you and uh, do your best to keep your team uh, aware of what's happening and, and, you know, keeping them resourced and with the tools they need. We'd love to help you as you lead and plan for worship. We've got a worship leading checklist available. If you head over to our site, a mini ebook that's called Four Pillars of an Awesome Worship Leader. And of course, this podcast and blog, and um, it's all there for you to check out, for you to, to make use of. Are you in a church with no worship pastor? Are you a pastor and you have faithful worship leaders, but no one to disciple and lead them? That's what I love to do. Drop me a line and we can chat about how to set up a super simple and effective discipleship connection um, experience for your team of worship leaders. This can take, this can alleviate time and energy for you and allow your worship leaders to grow and flourish in unity, like together. And uh, you can still stay connected to them and cast vision and, and all that. But, you know, if we could do, if we could take a, uh, I guess, take a load off and and help to work with your team uh, we'd love to to talk about doing that so drop me a line let me know and i'll tell you more about our worship leader life membership got a, a few more things kind of on the go a couple of ideas uh for episodes on the podcast i'm actually doing some setting up some chats interviews with the leaders from my church, because really that's what this resource is supposed to be about is supporting local leaders, um, you know, and finding out just how we do it. What, what kinds of things do we do to plan and prepare and, and how do we kind of stay, stay on course as far as being disciples. So yeah, we look forward to continuing this little series too, just on like talking about tools and methods and things that we use, resources, software, uh, you name it, stuff that helps us as we prep and plan and lead worship. So that's coming very soon, another episode, and we'll talk soon. Oh, and I totally forgot to say, I always play my song, I've been playing my song Ascended at the end of every podcast episode, and I thought I should change that up once in a while. So today I will send you out with No One Can Love Like You. That's uh, from my Exalted Beloved album that I made when I was with Timbers Church up in Prince George. And those are some amazing uh, saints up there. And hello to anyone from Timbers that's listening. I love you all, and thanks for helping make this, this record. It was from a few years ago now. Um, that's all for today except for my little outro thing, and we'll talk soon. This has been the worshipleaderlife.com podcast. You can find us at worshipleaderlife.com. I'm your host, Stephen Toon. I'm an ordained minister with the Christian Missionary Alliance in Canada. I was a pastor for almost 20 years, and now 
I support local churches by discipling worship leaders. And I look forward to serving you again. Thanks. Bye-bye. Comfort and healing from all my pain Your love, it transforms and reclaims your touch We love your embrace Savior, rescued me while I was still in sin I'll never receive condemnation or shame again covered by the song of your love i'm saved by the mark of your blood oh you fly like an eagle and pour like rain you ride on the wind and you know my name everything broken demands again one can love like you You're gentle as a whisper but never weak You're rushing like a breaker but you calm the sea You glorify the Father and spread His name Jesus, there's none like you A friend and a brother, we know your voice Lover, meeting our needs and empowering choice You speak, you're the living word We can't get enough of you, Lord Oh, you fly like an eagle Just to know you more
like an eagle and pour like rain You ride on the wind and you know my name Everything broken you mend again No one can love like you You're gentle as a whisper but never weak You're rushing like a breaker but you calm the sea You glorify the Father and spread His name Jesus, there's none like you Jesus, there's none like you